Hey everyone, Andy here at the beginning of this episode with something real quick. Jessica Calvello, who you might know as the voice of Excel Excel from Season 1's Excel Saga, as well as other amazing anime roles throughout the English dub world, including most recently Hanji from Attack on Titan, uh, is trying to raise some money for Texas. Texas went through a historic snowstorm a few weeks back, and the damage has been substantial, and there are a lot of people really hurting, and she's trying to use her platform to raise money for Texas families and for food banks for people who really need it. And we got permission. I asked her if we could play the audio from a video that she did um, where she's trying to raise money, and there will be uh, links in the show notes to this episode on where you can donate. So if you have a little bit of money and you want to help uh, to donate for a good cause, she's also for every... 20 for a $25 donation rather she's doing a uh, voice and video recordings uh, so if you are interested in wanting to help and you'd like to receive one of those uh, you can listen to that audio message here in the break card and go to those links to help support the people of Texas who really really need it uh, with that said let's get right into this week's episode so you learned that Brandon had betrayed us Stolen from the organization. When you confronted him, he drew his weapon. You believed that your best friend intended to kill you. You had to react. It was kill or be killed. You'd no choice, right? Yes. That is a lie! <laughs> I control over 80% of Millennium's operations right now. Eventually, I'll control it all, and if you think you can stop me, go ahead and try. But I'd hate to see bloodshed unnecessarily, especially among members of the family. In that case, shed mine. Kill me, Harry. Not yet. I still need you around to make it appear as though you've chosen me as your successor. Of course, I don't expect you to do anything at all. Just exist. That's all I ask. Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Hey, look who actually showed up this week. It's Josh. As if I was resurrected from the grave to stop you two rampaging morons from destroying everything. He's wearing a Jack Skellington onesie. It makes him look like Fat Skellington. <laughs> <laughs> and also here, that laugh is middle. Call it like it is, buddy. <laughs> Hi, Bill. That there is there is some noticeable button strain. <laughs> That's a title right there. Noticeable button strain. And that fat skellington. I mean, fat skellington might get eyeballs on here too. <laughs> my, my name. My name is Andy. Oh, this is gonna be a fun one. <laughs> Who? Well, hello everyone. How are we doing? Hi. 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 I'm. Uh, I'm okay. Uh, we're here. With episode 
number 15 of, tri- of not Trigun. We're here not with Trigun. episode 15 of Gungrave, which is titled Harry. <laughs> she Harry. <laughs> That's a callback. That's oh, a callback. Man. It feels like weeks ago. Because uh, it was. <laughs> uh, so, hey, how are we doing today, folks? I'm fine. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's fine. It's cold out. Mm-hmm. Cold as shit. That's why that's... I don't have to go out in that anymore. So yeah, yeah, that's the reason why I'm wearing my my grown up onesie is because, damn it all, it is freaking cold. And my house is turn of the century with old ass windows, so it's cold. It's cold in here. Yeah, like Bill yeah, would walk in. Bill Bill would bit. walk in into my house. Could probably walk into my house and feel comfortable wearing a t shirt while everyone else is grabbing sweatshirts and everything else. This is accurate. I don't know if I'd be comfortable in your house. <laughs> Temperature wise. Oh my god. We we, he- we all- keep the what sex that? we keep the sex swings uh uh up and and hidden from from guests. I yeah, mean, so what Bill, do you, what do you do about the smell? Bill, you had <laughs> nut cages in your in your studio. So, I don't want to hear it. I yeah, don't want to hear it from you. The net, the, the dude, sex dude, smell. Dude, <laughs> I Okay, my daughter's gotten a lot better about changing her pull-ups, okay? The smell has gotten better. This week. I have yeah. a weird little nose. Sensitive <laughs> <laughs> little nose. So weird. All right. This week, we are here to talk. It ain't little. To talk about. I mean, compared to not... yours, it is. I mean, it's. it's... <laughs> what is happening right now? It's like on proportion with Triple H. Leave my nose out of this. So we're here this week. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying your nose is like Triple H's because it's uh, shoved uh, squarely up uh, Shawn Michaels' bum? Possibly. (laughs) Episode 15 of Gungrave is titled Harry. Speaking of Shawn Michaels' bum. Uh, So (laughs) before we get into... Wow, the energy this episode. Before we get into... I don't know that. I I didn't see that Playgirl issue. (laughs) Before we get into this episode it's time for a little segment that i like to call nerd news <laughs> does anyone have any no nerd uh, news oh oh well actually 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 I, I i do have one thing um and it's for anyone that watches anime other than the ones that we do here there was a recent announcement that they are now in production for season two of goblin slayer which i really would like us to sit down and watch it because I'm just going to say this. The main character is Bill whenever we play a role-playing game. So a talking sock puppet. Got it. No, no. He comes up uh, with a the cr- flatulous bard. No, you're the, you're the guy that comes up with all the crazy ideas that somehow works. So our statements stand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, uh, but, but psychic pie. Psychic pie. Not never a psychic pie. I think it's been two years since uh, the first season of Goblin Slayer uh, ended, and no one really knew what was going to happen. Like I think they had talked about doing a movie, but they had there had been information at the end of the season that they would bring back uh, Goblin Slayer, and it's still ongoing in manga format. But never heard anything until just this week, where there was an announcement trailer saying that they are producing the second season now. So I'm very excited for that. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's one of those ones that's on my radar a little bit, but just uh, haven't had a chance. I assume it's on Funimation? Yes. Yes, it's on Funimation. I thought it was a little bit problematic in its material. 
first, that's, that's really just the first episode that everyone uh, is all up in arms about. And really after that, it, it evens out after that. I need a little refresher on why it was controversial. Rape. I think it, I think it was a little rapey. Yeah. Okay. You get a character yeah. raped uh, right in the very beginning of the uh, of the uh, of the first episode, so that's a touching getter, I suppose. Yeah. Other after huh. that, then it's really just after that. It's it's pretty mellow after afterwards. So it's the one episode. Like my wife and after I the saying, after the first rape, and everything's fine. <laughs> my wife <laughs> and I sat down and watched it, and we saw the first episode, and we went, "Whoa." Well, that was out there. Want to watch the other one? Yeah, let's see what, where this goes. And then after that, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this is this is a lot more tame now. Well, uh, maybe at some point I'll give that a watch and uh, maybe we can report back. Yeah. And you got a lizard man who's in love with cheese. They feed him cheese and he goes ballistic over it. Like it, it becomes an obsession for him. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. And he has a cloaca. Goblin, I'm sure he does. Goblin Slayer, <laughs> season two. Uh, Bill, any nerd news this week? I don't know if you guys looked at the link I gave you or not. Uh, Super Seven is putting out pre-orders for their Thundercats Ultimates uh, Thunder Tank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on Big Bad, isn't it? Yes, it is. I am collecting the Thundercats, the Super Seven Th- Ultimate Thundercats, but uh, I can't justify pre-ordering that tank. Yeah, that thing's like what three hundred bucks or, or it's something. Five hundred dollars. Like yeah, it's Ooh. like ugh. It, yeah, and you know, it, it's not coming out till like middle of next year. I could, I could put the money away every. You know, I could drop the fifty bucks now for pre order and put the money away every month. And I, but I just can't justify spending that kind of money. No, like not I said, a- over the the amount of time I have, I could make it work, but I just don't feel the need to make it work. <laughs> No, it's like it's in the same vein as like the people that would throw in hundreds or even thousands of dollars for like an anime statue. Like you've seen some of those on on Big Bad Toy Store as well. They're like five five to a thousand dollars a piece. They're beautiful pieces of work, but it's like, how can you justify paying for a statue like that? It's a lot. I don't. It's cool, but I I agree with you guys. It's hey, it's just one too of our expensive. paying patrons uh, bought one of those, so you might want to watch your. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might want to watch that just a bit. Hey, hey, hey. You want you you like it, that's fine, that's you. It's just I just don't understand it. There. Disclaimer. It's expensive. It's yeah. expensive. Uh if you are really into the collection scene, great, go for it. But man, I just I, I that's like so many months of groceries. I just I can't I can't do it. And especially the Thunder uh, Unicron was six hundred dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And I and I couldn't do that. And if you couldn't pull the trigger on that one, then you're Which, not going to pull the trigger on the Thundercats. Right. And it's it's a much simpler toy. I mean, it's not... It doesn't have anywhere near the size of the engineering that the Unicron had. And I understand it's a smaller company, so it's harder for them to produce stuff like that. But I don't know. It seems excessive to me. Yeah. you got you got you to make it worthwhile. Yep. Okay. Uh, so I guess mine that I want to talk about briefly is there was a video game... That just was released that I was kind of excited about initially until I saw the reviews. Dude, and... dude, you're a little late to the game for uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, no, not that one. Not oh, that game oh, okay. that disappointed. Okay. Oh. A different disappointment of a video game. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood, which was a uh, brand new game based off of the 
World of Darkness, tabletop RPG, um, one of the first real attempts at, at tackling werewolf rather than always just going with vampire. If you know, there's been a lot of Vampire the Masquerade type games that have been released over the years. Really nothing with Werewolf the Apocalypse. And I was kind of excited. I was a little worried because I couldn't find any gameplay anywhere before it was released. And I think there's a reason because mm. it's not great. Uh, it is sitting with a meta score of 56 out of 100. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Uh, a a uh, mutual acquaintance of ours texted me the other day saying they were very excited that the game was coming out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hate to tell you, I don't think it's going to be good from everything I'm hearing. Right. It sounds like they don't go, especially like Werewolf, If you, to know the lore, you have to have played the RPGs and read the books. Right. Um, they, don't, they don't do anything really in the story to explain it. They just kind of throw stuff out there and expect you to know it, which is not great um, mm-hmm. because I still don't fully know it. And I've played Werewolf before. Uh, and then apparently the, the gameplay is you mostly stealth as like in your wolf form, you can stealth around like, uh, like sneaky missions, which is strange to me. And then anytime you're caught, you immediately turn into Karino's form and then it's just like a beat em up, but like the enemies don't really move. They just kind of stand there and wait for you to maul them. Ugh. Um, there's like not any challenge to it. Like it's just, it sounds really bad. Ugh. And I, I know one of the, one of the trailers I saw or promos or something said something about mastering the three forms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, that's, there's not three forms. There's, there's five. five. There's five. <laughs> yeah. They simplified that down for sure. Oh. So yeah, it's, and apparently the, uh, the voice acting is, is very uninspired. Um, so yeah, um, complete dud of a game. IGN, which is where I usually get my reviews from. And then obviously look outside. So that's where I like to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave it a, a four out of 10. So. Ugh. Ouch. With uh, with with clear criticism that that has stuck across the board from other reviewers, so, uh, so yeah, I'm definitely not picking that up. I was excited to try that out, and that's uh, it's gonna save me sixty bucks. So, yeah. I'm okay yeah, with that. No, no, you, uh, you you save that sixty bucks, and you put it towards Monster Hunter Rise, Andrew, or the new Super Mario game that comes out in about a week. Rise, Rise next yeah, month. Yeah, Mario. Yeah, Mario. That's our nerd news this week. That's about all we have for that. I think it's about time we get into our review of episode fifteen, which is titled Harry. Who knows how? Who know? Who knows how long this episode will be? I feel like there's not a lot to talk about. Maybe there will be. I don't know. Uh, Bill, this is your week. Oh shit! <laughs> yes, really. <laughs> yes, yes, Bill. Another rainy graveyard. No shit. Wow. <laughs> it's a mafia story. Every what do you expect? Fucking episode. Every fucking. Oh no no episode. no no no! It's like every other fucking episode, dude. Come on. It's not every single episode. Yeah, they have to kill somebody between the two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotta have the guns one episode, then the graves. The guns and the graves. The guns and the graves. Yep. Got it. Got it. Yeah, come on, dude. Get with it. Big Daddy and Harry are at uh, Brandon's grave. Mm-hmm. Um, and Big Daddy calls him out on his bullshit. <laughs> oh. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> this scene uh, is great. Yes. It's fantastic <laughs> because, yeah, he, he, he recounts Harry's bullshit reason and Harry's like, yeah, yeah, he, you know, he was going to portray the, the organization. He's like, bullshit. <laughs> and he goes, fine, whatever. I still need you around. So it's not like you're going to, you know, get in my way. <laughs> yeah, he wants to leave Big Daddy in place so that his takeover is legitimate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he takes over really, really quickly. 
Right. Uh, basically, just getting a round of applause that makes him the boss. Right. Well, wait, wait, wait. There is one. There is one. There is one moment in this episode that I do want to at least point out, and that's uh, Harry. Um, the one thing of truth that Harry says to uh, Big Daddy. You know, Big Daddy asks, "Why did you kill Brandon?" Like, you know, the final time, and he goes, "He drew a gun on me." It's like finally some truth out of you. Well, you got to build on something, I suppose. Bob talks to Lee about if uh, Brandon was or was not a traitor. Mm. Uh, Lee doesn't really know, but he says it doesn't really matter at this point. Yeah, that's true. That question that question comes up a lot in this episode as people try to wrestle with his loss. Um, and that, that seems to be kind of the overall idea of, like, was he or wasn't he? And we... Right. It's interesting to see how each character reacts. Because you have someone like Big Daddy at the beginning who's like, fuck no, you did something twisted here. And, but then you have, like, Boongie, who's like, eh. And same thing with, like, Bob and Lee. They're like, eh, you know? Right. Well, Bob is more, Bob is is kind of more of a middle gray area because he's at mm-hmm. least questioning if it's legit or not. And yeah. he's mollified by Lee's explanation because, you know, he's not, he, he's not going to argue with his boyfriend. Well, not only that, but Lee is right. It doesn't matter now. True. Yeah. But, it's what happened. But Lee also is brushing under you know once again brushing under the rug that well i betrayed the organization and yet i live right you know he he's not bringing that up to to bob because bob obvious it's obvious bob still doesn't know about lee working with with canon which is a shame but i think that that it, it shows that he's going to you know at least lee's going to hand wave it because he's not going to call up the hypocrisy of his situation Boongie really is sort of just an eh. It's what happened. So well, and, and he tells True Grave, we're just going to keep the code and not worry about it. Yeah, yep. but that's the other thing, though. Boongie is already, we already know that Boongie is already, you know, unscrupulous because he killed Randy because Randy was going to expose Harry. It wasn't because Randy, and he even clearly said, he goes, you didn't break the code of iron. You're just betraying Harry. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think Boonji follows the code of iron at no, all. No, like, he doesn't. Boonji's in the back pocket of Harry, who's paying him well. Right, and, you know, as long as he gets to kill people, he don't give a fuck. The only person that he may have respected got shot in the chest and, and his left eye, so, you know. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he never crossed, because yeah, that's the other thing, too. He right. never crossed Brandon. No, there was respect there. Yeah, yeah, and when he did cross Brandon, Brandon bitch-slapped him, literally. Even that wasn't even crossing Brandon. That was just a, you You did something stupid. Right. I am going to hit you because I love you. (laughs) Don't make me worry like that again. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm now imagining Brandon uh, talking as an old Jewish mother. Boongie, why don't you go out and wear wear a Kevlar? It's going to be full of bullets out there. Oh God. Boongie, go. That's racist. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bad accent. That's terrible. <laughs> I know it is, but come on, it's a joke. Oh, don't don't go using the space laser there, Josh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh yeah, that was my that that was gonna be my other evil plan. Is I'm gonna go set fire to California with my space laser. Don't tell any Georgia gov or Georgia uh, uh, congresswomen about that who who don't who aren't under any committees anymore. Ha! Topical. <laughs> like an ointment. Like like. <laughs> It is rather soothing, <laughs> that's for certain. This is true. All this is true. It's nice seeing the government working. <laughs> Didn't know it could okay. do that. 
Yeah, it's been four years. I forgot. Bear and Big Daddy also are talking about this. Mm-hmm. Bear isn't sure the whole thing is a great idea, uh, but he does understand that keeping the peace is the peace is the most important thing. Um, especially uh, since he reveals to Bear that Maria is pregnant with his child. Yes. And as a father who's obviously doing what he's doing to protect his own child, he understands probably Big Daddy's position, especially wanting to raise Mika in a um, stable, less uh, crime-ridden environment. So clearly that failed. (laughs) (laughs) I find it also interesting... That, you know, we find out that, like, from Bear's perspective, he says, you know, like, you're not even a member of the family anymore. I don't know if that was, like, a don't worry about it, you don't really have any sway or an opinion, or it doesn't matter what happens. Or if it was, like, a you have to be extra careful because there's no breaking the code of iron with you if you're not a member of the family. Yeah, it's probably probably a little bit of both, honestly. I don't think Bear was... Let, let's let's be honest. I don't think Bear was was making any digs at Big Daddy. I think no. he was. No, he was. He was trying to affirm that Big Daddy. Does but was not... he trying to? Was he trying to make him feel better, or was he trying to warn him? Yeah, I'm thinking well, it's almost I like think a it's, warning. I think it was yeah. both, honestly. You know, you don't have the protection of the organization behind you anymore, but at the same time, you don't have to worry about breaking the organization's rules because you're not within it. Mm-hmm. I think Bear's also saying. I will still be around. I will make. I will do everything I can to make sure you're not bothered. That doesn't exactly work out well, but I, th- I think Big Daddy or Bear is giving him both a warning, but also trying to reassure him that he's free to he's free to do as he's as he needs to without the without the organization hanging over him anymore. But at the same time, he doesn't have the protection of the organization behind him. I think those are mutually exclusive situations. You can't reassure somebody by warning them they might die. Agree to disagree, then? Because I think they can be. You can't reassure... Don't worry about it. You could die. <laughs> I mean, if they're, if they're hard... If they're, like, hard enough... That sounds weird, but, like, maybe I should work on my phrasing there. Um, if they're... <laughs> if they're tough enough... Yeah, but Maybe they can if, handle it. If he's worried about his kids and stuff, it's... Mm. It's not really... You can't really do both. At least not well. Not well. And maybe he didn't do it well. Or maybe Bear is just stating facts. Fair enough. Fair Being enough. analytical and laying out, well, this is what I see. And Maria's just not talking at all. No, she's pregnant. And her <laughs> and her child and her child childhood friend got murdered. So, you know, she's got prepartum depression? Partum depression? I don't Just depression? <laughs> she's depressed. Prepartum mutism? Prepartum mutism. That's well great. well. Big Daddy does make a statement about her delicate state, which is, uh, that is, that is kind of a frustrating thing to ever hear whenever you yeah. refer to a pregnant woman. She's in a delicate position. Like, she's so fragile. You know, really? Well, it there's just, still a lot that pregnant people can do before, before losing, losing that, that being there. Okay. I know, but I guess at some point you're, I mean, they're not going to be entering a demolition derby. That'd be a weird tonal shift. <laughs> it just be, it just becomes like a an anime about monster trucks. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but I'm like I'm imagining about a Maria... pregnant mafioso's wife driving mo- trophy wife driving oh my, monster trucks. Oh my god! And Brandon could drive grave no, digger. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going in a completely different direction. I'm I'm imagining Maria driving the Mach Five with old Speed Racer animation in a de- demolition mean, derby. 
Oh, uh-huh. it would it would make her interesting. Brandon, a Brandon, a Brandon. Bear's actually not all that thrilled that he has to guard Harry, but he'll do it for the organization and for Sherry. And we cut over to Sherry and Harry. She Harry. She Harry. God. Uh, it's the, it's their that, ship name. Yep. Uh, still. Uh, she's hinting that she needs an engagement ring. <laughs> she's like, check out my hand. You see something missing? I do. Death Which, glare. Aren't you supposed to be, you know, tackling your college, you know, thesis or something right now? I mean, go finish your freshman math homework. Yeah. But that aside, the rest of the, the rest of the uh, conversation uh, points out that Sherry is way more supportive of a girlfriend than Harry deserves. Oh, God, yes. 100%. Oh, yeah, man. She's, 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 you know, one, she's never been hidden from the fact of the mafia lifestyle. She loves Harry regardless and even tries to get him to, you know, let go of the fact that Brandon betrayed him. I mean, that's what I'm saying. She's, she's, she's legitimately there for him and trying to make him feel better. And like, he does not deserve her. As far, as far as political marriages go, one half is really going for it. Then we cut over to Harry meeting in his office with a, just a series of kiss asses. This is a weird scene. It's, I, I think it's just, yeah, as you said, it's a series of kiss asses, but it's like the transition of power sort of thing. You know how, like, when a new sitting president actually gets calls from foreign dignitaries and, and this and that, I think that's what that's supposed to be, and that Harry's immediately using it, you know, make, trying to make his own advantages here against anyone that's going to go up against him. Or He's starting his own Kiss My Ass Club. Yeah, that too. You could tell that he doesn't give a shit about any of this, though. Like, right. It's, he's, going th- he's going through the motions of it. Like, he, there's even a scene where... He looks he, like, frazzled. He looks, he looks frazzled and tired, and someone else comes in and he puts on a smile. Right. Like, I think he knows deep down he doesn't need any of them, that he's just biding his time. The the people that he needs is is pretty much right after those meetings. You know, you've got three of the four people he needs. Bear, Lee, Bob, Boongie's off killing killing families, obviously. So And the big one is tap is Tamil said tapioca. To, tap, to, Tokioka. Tokioka, not Dr. Tapioca. Dr. Tapioca. He needs some fucking pudding. Why does um, it? Why does it sound like a failed uh, uh, Motley Crue song? And said, you know, it was the first draft of uh, Doctor Feelgood. Instead of it being Doctor Feelgood, it was Doctor Tapioca. I thought you were saying the Motley Crue song was fucking pudding. <laughs> that also sounds very Motley Crue. That's my headphones there. That sounds um, more Motley Crue. It really does. But Doctor Tokioka is the other one, which we'll see in this episode again as well. Okay, so we got three out of the five keys yes. to, to Harry's mm-hmm. success. And let's actually break that down really quick. Why are why are all five of them the keys to Harry's success? Obviously, you've got um, Bungie, he's a ninja. <laughs> well, you've got you take, you have Bungie taking over the role of of Brandon. He's the enforcer. Yeah. Okay, he's a he's a he's a ruthless enforcer who who will not turn his back on on Harry because he know, he knows better. Right. Okay. Lee is what Lee's always been his ninja in the background, mm-hmm. sneaking around places, killing people, throwing cinnabons at him. Yep. Still having those political and, and business connections that, that he was first noted with as well. Mm-hmm. Bob is obvious. Yeah. Tokyoka's obvious. Mm-hmm. So, Bear. I, and Bear, Bear's obvious. Bear's, Bear's obvi- the old guard. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bear has all the older guys' respect. Yeah, he keeps them at yeah. bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's also a ruthless killer who 
is going to protect him. But yeah. But he's evolved over over the that life over his career though. He started as the the top tier hitman, but then became the guy the bridge between the old and new generation. Right. But and, also having that bridge be able to kill people effectively doesn't hurt either. Not at all. But that's the other thing though too. The minute that bear leaves, they immediately start talking about the necrolization process. He's like, Well thank God that guy's gone. Right. I assume they're going to think Bear's not going to be down with uh, the new style of using zombie hitman. Yeah, he's not He's not <laughs> yeah. down to, to, to Necro Clown. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Lee and Bob are together, and Lee asks Bob who might be able to actually run a revolt against Harry. And the number one suspect is in this, Briscoe, has already been dealt with. This is some cold-hearted shit. Yeah, Harry is in his secret home, brought... Gifts for his secret family. Um, and that was really that. He comes, shows up. Hi, I'm Harry. Here's some toys. I know where your kid lives. Bye. Mm-hmm. It's dark. <laughs> well, I mean, it could have been nastier. I suppose just showing up and... And killing him. Yeah. But he needs him, though. That's the other thing, though. If Harry took out one of the older execs for no apparent reason... Especially this soon after he he became the boss, that's gonna throw everything off. He he's smart enough to know yeah. not to not to go knocking the heads of of everyone that could resist him. Yeah, because that would that would not be so unlike Harry to just frame somebody and kill them. I was gonna say if he could if he could set up as a frame, absolutely yeah. he'd do it. Yeah, but they've already discussed the fact that he's one of the key people that could. And more than likely has a lot of reason to dislike Harry. It would be far too suspect. Either way, this could have been nastier. No, it's still nasty, but it could have been worse. True. Well, Harry asked Lee to get uh, Dr. T started on this program. Ah, more on that soon. Bougie shows up to get a target. And instead of Brandon's way of waiting for the family to leave, Bougie just went in and killed everybody. Yeah. That's Didn't also... like this. Didn't yeah, like no, this. no, don't like it either. He thinks soft-hearted crap like that is what got Brandon killed in the first place. Well, his words were, spe- were specifically, it's soft-hearted crap like that that got Brandon all twisted about. Right. You know, got, got his mind all twisted. So, and I, I, I'm just going to put a pin in that because I'll put a point, you know, make a point of somebody else whose mind is all twisted later. And this is where he changes the, the name of the team to the Kugashira group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not a great name. No. It's not as cool. Not Definitely. as cool as True Grave or no. Overkills or... Yeah. Bungie is not an imagination type. Well, no. and I think, but it, but it also will play into Bungie later in the series because Bungie's all about himself. He doesn't, he, he's, it's clear that he doesn't care for the other guys at, at True, Gra- True Grave. Never did, actually. He was always ranking them out. He was always calling calling them out for being pussies or whatever. He doesn't like them. Boonji would rather do things himself. I like the idea of calling it Boonji's Boonji's Chords or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh God, Boonji Jumpers. Boonji's Jumpers. Yeah, I like that. That's good. I like it. Yeah, I'm not even gonna do the usual Boonji thing. I might squeak that in later. I might squeak it squeak, squeak it in later. I just I'll cut all farts. That's for the break card. <laughs> yeah, where is the break card? Oh yeah, where is the break card? We'll figure that right out. now. We'll figure it out. Oh. Oh, shit! Boongie! 
Hey, you've made it to the break card. It's Andy, and I hope you're enjoying this episode of Tuning Japanese. We are still in the midst. We're past the halfway point on Gungrave. We are having a blast talking about this anime. Uh, it gets... Uh, the anime itself gets a little bad after this point and doesn't recover, at least in a lot of our opinions, but we'll get to that in the episodes to come down the road. You know where to find us on our Facebook and on our Twitter. You can search for Tuning Japanese on both of those platforms. You can email us, tuningjapanese at gmail.com, and head to our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. Normally, I would tell you the reasons why to support our Patreon, which you can if you so choose. But today, instead, I would like to focus my time on a bigger issue that being what I talked about at the opening of the episode, the tragedy that is going on in Texas. I will allow former guest and amazing voice actress, wonderful human being, one of my favorite people alive, Jessica Calvello, to talk about how you can help people that really need it. Take it away, Jessica. Jessica Calvello here. If you haven't heard, Texas through a horrible, horrible winter storm, which has left thousands and thousands of Texans without power, heat, or water. The repercussions of not having basic utilities for your home affect so many things, including food. And I'm just sitting here wondering, how can I help? How can I help? I can't restore power. I can't restore heat, but I can help out with food. With that, I am happy to announce that I am running a campaign to partner with the Central Texas Food Bank in an effort to feed people. So I am offering on-camera voices for your silliness needs. <laughs> okay, so this is how it works. Pay close attention. These are very specific directions. So first of all, you have to have a Dropbox account. So if you don't already have Dropbox, sign up for a free Dropbox account. This is how I will send videos to you. Second of all, click on the link in Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're seeing this video. And that link will specifically take you to the campaign that I am running with the Central Texas Food Bank. Make a $25 donation. When you get the confirmation email after you've made the $25 donation, forward that email to me at this email address, jessicacalvello at hotmail.com. In the body of that email, I need you to answer are two questions. One, what voice do you want? And two, what do you want me to say? Keep it PG, keep it appropriate. If it's not appropriate, I do have the right to deny you your video and your donation will still go to the Central Texas Food Bank, so keep that in mind. Why am I making this so difficult? Doing it this way ensures that 100% of your $25 donation goes directly to the Central Texas Food Bank. It doesn't pass through my hands at all. Also, this is tax deductible, so that's a good thing. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you can make a donation and let's, uh, let's feed some people. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jessica. And I hope that everyone listening right now decides to go and check out this campaign. I put the link in the show notes for this episode. And there's just a couple days left of this campaign if you want to get the video or audio rewards from Jessica. Go check that out. Go donate to a good cause. And let's feed some people. And with that bit of goodwill, let's get back to our review of Gungrave. Where? Bye 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 back from the b -b -b break card no spat everywhere no right. dude you gotta practice that you, you can't you can't be drinking coffee right before you go boom jay you know what the sound is yeah 
Yes. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back from the break card. Yes. Usually you say, welcome to the break card. I thought you were going to yes. do that. <laughs> we're no. back again. Shady's back. Hey, Bill, where did we leave off? We I just got rid of Boonji just killed a guy. And a oh, kid. Yeah. And a mom. And a dog. Widge and Gary are on their way to Brandon's grave. And they meet up with Maria, who's already there. And this is where Gary fucks up and lets it slip to Maria that uh, Brandon was killed for breaking the coat of iron. Lee and Harry are uh, heading out to see necrolization in action when Harry sees a kid thrown out of a restaurant onto his shoulder uh, by the by the manager for breaking a dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here, here comes uh, an interesting moment. So Harry goes in and executes the guy for him. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Well, he's like, kid, he's like, he's like, hey, kid, did that guy hurt you? Do you don't hate like him? him? Doesn't it? even get a yes response. The kid doesn't like, he, he, he just totally kind of nods. Yeah. No, I think he like put it, puts his head down, like all sad. And he's like, I got this. Bam. <laughs> so the kid is less than pleased with this. <laughs> right. Well, dude, uh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> get up, dude. Get up. What are you? Like Harry's like, yeah, what's wrong? I, I fixed your problem. Like, it, it, Harry is the only person surprised by this. You don't fix threw, a leaky pipe by shooting it. I threw bullets and or money at it, and it didn't work? What? So he does the only rational thing and has a freak out about Brandon. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's just something to really let slip, too, to a random individual to go on a rant about how you killed your best friend because he betrayed me? I mean, if this kid was even a little bit, I you know savvy about millennia and all that he had like state's evidence right there harry's definitely going through some shit oh god this is the only time <laughs> this is the only time we see him actually show emotion about it though yep uh, uh and lee yeah. does pull him back to his senses though by telling him that shit just went down <laughs> there's a problem with necrolization yep necrolization yep there is a accident at the lab and a whole squad of flesh golem are wandering around killing everyone. There is something particular about these designs that I wanted to point out, too. These um, trap jaws, pretty much. I'm just going to call them trap jaws because that makes me think that way. That's actually a design from Gungrave Overdose, the second video game. That is, a, There's actually a boss in the game that is one of those, uh, one of those trap jaws. Um, and it's actually explained that he's one of the survivors of this incident. Really? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like metal men. Yeah, so he lasted, must have lasted past his 50 hours. Because that oh, was yeah. apparently the time. That's that true. was their That was their thought process. It was like, eh, it'll only last 50 hours. Oh, yeah, two days. Well, must have figured out a way to keep himself going. But yeah, it, it was, it was like, I was looking at it, and then I like found like an, an old, uh, uh, a Gungrave art book, and I was flipping through it, and it started showing one of these trap jaws, and it's like, this is a boss from, from Overdose, and he's after Grave for X reason. Okay. Killing all of the other members of his. Yes. That's literally, Dr. there's Ron. actually a scene in the game where he goes, you killed my brothers. That's kind of cool. They tied them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When this anime came out, they were advertising even on the the Blu-rays. They were advertising Gungrave Overdose on the uh, on the original or uh, uh, DVD releases. Maria decides to confront Big Daddy about Brandon being a traitor, and he takes very little convincing to tell her it was Harry that killed him. 
He's like, no, no, I shouldn't tell you. And she's like, please, yeah, uncle. Come on. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> please tell me. I'll let it put. I'll let you put it in my butt. All it takes is a little ass play to get it out of a uh, good old, good old oh, big daddy. Oh God, yes. Ah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill. For once, <laughs> you're the one that says something that stops Bill in his tracks. Doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. I'm just remembering the scene in Zack and Mary make a porno. Which scene? About how ass play is good for constipation. Yes. Because <laughs> yes, yeah. he's like, oh, it takes a little ass play to get it out. I was like, well. She just frosted me like a cake. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, I could have gone my whole life without thinking about Zack and Mary make a porno. I, I have not thought of that movie in ages. Never use shit covered with me ever again. Uh, <laughs> uh, now I'm going to have to find it and watch it. Ah, uh, moving on. My, we, it's 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 actually one of our favorite movies. Um, it's one of our favorite couple movies. So it's a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> it's fair. Let's get back on let's track. Put, let's put on a movie where the the uh, defining scene is a guy getting a shit on and uh, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it since it first came out. I I don't remember anything about it. I just the just the one thing that the movie uh, solidified for me was that Tracy Lords did not age well. That's fair. Because we were watching we were watching Blade the other night, and I'm like, God, Tracy Lords was so hot back in the '90s, and then Zach and Mary make a porno came around, and she was not as hot. I'm like, damn, she did not age well. It happens to the best of us. Oh yeah. Organ music. Oh, I love the organ music. Like 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 organs, like your body. Like yes, gurgly oh, sure. noises and farts. Yep, and creeps. Yep. Okay. All right. So they, why is there organ go, music? Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> why is there organ music though? What are we seeing, Bill? Beyond the grave is revealed. Yeah. What? <laughs> they don't. They don't take any time to explain this. I don't think he's been named uh, grave yet, and I don't think we should call him Brandon. Should we just say before the grave? Before the grave. How How about just out of the grave? You know, he's tired, about, he's a little rusty, needs a cup of coffee. How about, why the fuck is this guy in this, like, thing, and does Harry know about it, and is Dr. Tokioko going rogue? Like, what the fuck is happening? No, right. I think the better I think the better question is, what is wrong with Dr. Tokioka that he's like, yes, now I will dress him like a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Like a gothstone <laughs> cowboy. Like, like Why? <laughs> is is that his kink? And these are just like oh. I like to dress all of my personal organ in maybe fetish gear. Uh, maybe this this one's a German bar girl. <laughs> oh, damn well, that's the other thing though too. Like because this yeah. one's a kitty cat. <laughs> it is anime. Oh, I you know <laughs> this one's a kid. That one clicked. <laughs> a little late there. Oh. Well, okay, oh, yeah. okay. Well, okay. That that that's one thing to to point out. But then, what about the design aesthetics for the uh, superiors? Because that's Doctor Tokioka's former assistant that creates we, these. Mammoth... We don't know about those yet. Yeah, let's wait until we get there. Okay, let's not jump ahead. Let's put a pin in that conversation. Yes, please. Yes, because... please. <laughs> like Brenda's never had any kind of cowboy aesthetic. No. Never mentioned cowboys once. No. He's right. now dead and has no, like, this isn't like zombie Brandon's like, I should start dressing like a cowboy because I'm 
Because we I, actually have an instance of him dressing himself, and it's a lot more subdued than what he pops yeah. out as. Yeah, when he pops out of the fridge the first time, yeah, he why looks... Why did Tokyoga have this outfit? <laughs> and why did he decide to dress Brandon It's in the it? only thing he could get on clearance? I think it's a sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a sex thing with you, Bill. Because I hang out with you perverts. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's fair. No, that's you're fair. just repressed. You just don't, you just don't explore. Bill, Come get on. on. Bill, get that get that cowboy outfit. Yeah, worked it. We're gonna we're, we're we're gonna set you up with Amanda tonight with uh with the wife tonight with a little Oops. bit of cowboy play. Spurs. <laughs> you know, if you're both into it, just get consent. I don't, I don't think that'd be appreciated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, who says you're wearing the spurs? All right. <laughs> I just like to point out, yo, I'm setting you the mood, a, buddy. Just you have a dented hat. <laughs> It is a little dented. It is a little dented. It's it's seen better days. Um, Haven't we all? Yeah. God, hey, I've Bill. had this for like over ten years. I want to say. So what happened anyway, to Brandon? Uh, he starts just blowing away zombies. <laughs> pew pew bang bang. That's what Brandon's doing. Pew pew bang bang. Yeah. We get a shot of his guns for the first time, like since the yeah. first episode. Yeah, I but they're not yeah, complete. The... From what I can tell, these 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 look like they're the proto form of uh, of Cerberus. Because they don't have, like, the black or red plating over them. Yeah, yeah, they're not colored yet. They're just, like, chrome. Do you think that these bullets are the same ones that he used to take out the the the, the, the zombies that Blood War had, too? Oh, the, uh, the D-points? Yeah. Probably. I'm guessing so. I'm guessing yeah, okay. that was probably the, the whole point of doing that was okay. to tell it's... you how nasty these bullets are. And then, oh, like, he just, as zombie Brandon, he shoots them, like, Nothing. Yeah. Okay. All all that's left is Tokyoko jumps in a semi and just beats ass and uh, he <laughs> apologizes. He apologizes for an encounter he can't remember. Yeah. Well, no, and that's that. Yeah, you know, the monologue does pop back up, and he says, you know, and and that's the thing too. Like the monologue was actually quite um, conspicuous by its absence for most of the episode. And this was jarring because he's dead. Well, he even comments that it's that it was a brief few second encounter outside of the realm of his memory. So it's like, so are you saying that you you remember dying, you remember falling, and then the next thing you remember is bang, 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 bang and then the next yeah. thing you remember is waking up and dressed as a cowboy. Yes. I'm thinking so, yes. Okay. That's pretty jarring in and of itself. Yeah. That that would be very jarring. <laughs> The real reason why he shot those orc men was because he was pissed off about his outfit. You're probably correct on that. <laughs> the fuck did you dress me in? Bam, 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 bam. Oh, they're, they're crazy white pew, guys pew, everywhere. Pew, pew. <laughs> I'll just shoot these guys, the get capital? my anger out. <laughs> <laughs> crazy white people everywhere. Well, okay. it, it was in the middle of a snowfall, uh, so, you know, it could be on January 6th. Ugh. All right, Ugh. well... Well, that's it. Yes. Yeah. That was the that was episode fifteen. That was Harry and Bill <laughs> that, balls. That was Harry. That was Harry. Hey, Bill balls. Yeah. Thoughts on the episode? Uh, eh, eh. This is kind of getting to the point of the show that I don't care about it anymore. <laughs> we hit the high point already. Yeah, we did. We absolutely did. Somewhere between there's kind of a U shaped between the very beginning and die. And yeah, I I feel like it's starting to go downhill now. 
I mean, we're just setting up Harry as a, a jerk off and he's running shit and Maria's pregnant. And then we see Brandon randomly dressed as a cowboy and a zombie. Josh. I can't disagree with Bill because we are about to enter the lackluster part of the series. There's still some good stuff that comes out of this middle section that we're about to run into here. The, the, the beyond the grave section, uh, the episode itself. I mean, it's, 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 it's basically forgettable. I mean, it's great to see the fallout of Brandon's death and what exactly happened right after, like, you know, we're talking about a few days to a couple months because they do say at the end, it's been two months after he died. And it really is just kind of in a lot of ways forgettable. There isn't a whole, it, it, it does feel like a little bit like padding. Honestly, like, yeah, we have a 24 episode order to fill. You know, we've got all this great stuff at the beginning. We've got all this potentially great stuff in, in towards the end, but we've got two or three episodes that we just need to kind of fill in. Yeah. And I think that's just what, what it is. It's, 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 it's fluff. It's filler. I don't think it's detrimental to the series. Not, not, not horribly detrimental. Yeah. Just a little boring. Just a little boring. Yeah. It's boring. It's, uh, I feel like it's another one of those instances where they could have trimmed down a lot of what they did. I think not all of it was necessary. I don't think you needed to have the scene of as much as I like Witch and Gary. I don't think you needed to have that scene with them and, and Maria. I, th- I think you could have that could have been accomplished with her and Big Daddy. You know, the scene with Sherry and I like Sherry, um, but at the same time, I don't think we need the scene of her being like, why aren't you marrying me? Um, like there's <laughs> right. Yeah. Like make, there, if you were going to make her tough and make her independent, do something with it. Yeah, like like do something with her character. Do something entertaining or exciting with her character. Right. Have right. her start figuring things out about, about Harry and, and confronting him about it. You know, not just like, make me an object, right, to, True. If you're, if you're to win. True. So between that and I think, you know, we, we finally do get some action at the end, but it's it's quick. It's not It's not explained well. It's... It's 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 a little messy, um, you know. And then as I I don't even know if I brought it up since we re-recorded this, and I don't think I did. I'm going to bring it up now. The animation in this episode is lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you could tell that it was an episode after episode 14, which was extremely visually stunning and a lot of really great visual symbolism. They needed an episode for the art, the artists, the animators to get caught up. So a lot of the scenes were just like you, the, the boardroom scene where they're all clapping. It's like three frames of like their hands moving, right? Going to repeat and repeat and repeat motion. Well, and then and then you got two of the executives that are drawn completely the same, exactly the same. Yeah, de- with, yeah, with, yeah. And for a series that has gone so far to make every single character you've seen on screen to be unique and almost look mm-hmm. like anime protagon- protagonists themselves. I mean, even those that are only around for a few seconds and die. Yeah. Yeah. Randy's a uh, um, information guy for one. He had a really interesting uh, design and he dies pretty fast to, to see that. Yeah. It's very dis- disconcerting. And I think they, well, clearly those are twins. Clearly, but no, you, you clearly cut twins. to us to, uh, to a moment later in the scene where you have like a close up of those two guys. They're not twins. Yeah. There's a little bit of a similarity, but not really. It's they're it's, they're fraternal twins. <laughs> right they're trying to yeah i i don't know i this whole episode the animation just is it's it's bad there there's a lot of like talking off panel so you don't have to move the lips a lot of still shots of characters just sitting there not moving 
on one hand, that's not so bad because this is more of a subdued episode. Yeah. Good point. Like everybody's sad and everything, but I, I see where because it was a subdued episode, they they sort of half-assed it. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to do the fallout after, like, just hit the the high points of like what like of the tension and don't drag it out too long, and then get to introducing Brandon and showing what he can do, and, and give that a little bit more, right. you know. Or if you're if you're not going to do it, then you're not going to show a whole lot of it. Like make it more impactful at the end. Yeah, because shit's right. Shit's just about to get weird. You know, we're, oh, yeah. we're about oh, yeah. this... we're one ep- we have one more episode, and then the weird shit happens. Yeah, this this starts going from like a, a crime story to you know this like betrayal of a friendship to like just weird weird fucking sci fi bullshit. Uh, no, no, it, it goes it goes. Okay, we we've got this uh, great mafia story. We've we've got it tied to this video game. Well, now we got to do the video game sections. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's still there's still there's still merits to it, but it's not nearly as good as the mafia story. And then once we get back right. into the mafia story in the last quarter in, in 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 the last portion of the series, it gets good again. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> At least to some point, to some to some to some extent, nowhere near. I, I think I think if you stopped watching at fourteen, I, I think you'd be fine. I mean, yeah, I can't fully disagree. Oh uh, come on, no, the very hey. last episode. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll we'll see we'll see we'll see if we, if uh, rewatch it, on a rewatch it it still sticks with me I don't yeah, know we'll, we'll see because it is interesting to kind of break these down it, it it helps me kind of understand like what I like or don't remember maybe what, like a new perspective right. of what I don't like about these things so that's it for episode fifteen that's Harry next time is episode sixteen which I do believe is titled Shweddy. Letter not Shweddy. Uh I believe it's, I believe is titled Letter right. There's letter and Mika. Is Mika the next episode after that? Mika's that Mika's Mika's the one after uh, that. Yep. Yeah, a spotlight we'll get episode on that. Uh, okay, we'll get yeah, there. Yeah, I know. We'll get there. We got to get out of here first before we get to that next episode down the road. Uh, I want to thank you guys for hanging out today. Oh, of course, Appreciate of it. course. Good times. Yep, yep. Uh, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their thirties talk about anime. My name is Andy. I'm Josh, and I'm Bill. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye! Are we not playing D&D tonight? Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on YouTube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to Patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. How could he have chosen that feeble old fool over me? That son of a bitch betrayed me! How could I forgive him? There's no way I could forgive him! You see, I had to kill him myself.
I was the one he betrayed. Brandon!